Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The NBA's best players were on the court on Sunday, and Jason Tatum was the best of them all. Aaron Rodgers may be doing his best impersonation of Brett Favre this offseason after all. And we take an early look at what the first handful of picks in the NFL draft could look like. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Although there are, is rarely much defense played at the NBA All-Star Game, we have long seen it as a snapshot of the league. Well, if it is, in fact, a snapshot of the league, it's Jason Tatum's league. 55 points, the most in All-Star Game history. And this may well be the season for the Boston Celtics as they have Coming into the All-Star break, the best record in basketball. Joining me now from Locked On Celtics, John Corrales. And, and John, we knew Jason Tatum could get buckets. But yeah. this is often a measuring stick kind of moment. Giannis Antetokounmpo was the All-Star MVP. Within two years, he's the multi-MVP of the league and a championship winner. How does this change your perception of Jason Tatum, if at all? I mean, it doesn't change my perception. It's it, you know, Especially in this game, it was he's a guy who got hot. His coach was coaching his team. Um, <laughs> and like, uh, listen, I feel like Missoula now has some capital with Jason Tatum. You know, he's he's already spent like a few last second situations using Tatum as a decoy. And I think later on when he says, uh, you know, when Jason gives him any pushback, he'd be like, bro, I played you 35 minutes in an all-star game and let you score 55 points. You owe me on this one. You got your shine. Now work with me a little bit. So I think it's a little quid pro quo happening with these two guys. But it was a nice moment for Tatum, a nice moment for the Celtics. And hey, let's throw Jalen Brown in there too because he dropped 35 points to lead Team LeBron. So I think the Boston Celtics are were well represented there and they come away pretty happy. We, we know though that the MVP, for example, narrative award. And yeah. if you're going to build a case, there's still like, there's 25 games. Jason Tatum was... I think for a couple weeks at the beginning of the season, the MVP, he was the front runner as MVP. Could, could this be a, a catapult? Does, does he have a, a, enough time to make up ground to get really back in this race? Sure. Sure. I mean, it, it would be, uh, you're, you're right. It's, it's a hell of a flashpoint there where you say 55 points in the all-star game, all-star game, MVP, people start to, all it takes is one of those little things. And if Denver falls off a little bit, Philly, you know, can't really fully catch up to the Celtics. If the Celtics continue to make a little bit of a run. And I think from their play at the end of that, the first portion of the schedule, I can see them start to, to come out and, and put things together. They have a few things they need to work on, but if the Celtics can make a run, if the Celtics can put a little distance between themselves and Milwaukee and then beat Milwaukee later on when they play and, and clinch that tiebreaker, then, then you have, like you said, the narrative starting to build for Tatum. And it's going to be hard to deny best player on the best team, his fair share at the MVP. I agree with how the MVP has gone recently. I feel like Jokic is the guy right now, but I do feel like people are looking for an excuse not to give it to Jokic. And so if Tatum starts building that narrative now, 
then he might end up being the guy. What what is keeping Tatum from being in that upper 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 that that tippy top tier? There is that sort of that that Giannis Luka Jokic tier Embiid. There might not be anyone in that that tier other than those guys right now. Yeah. But Tatum seems like he's he's bumping his head on the ceiling. How can he break through? Yeah, I, well, I think those guys have had uh, a more natural kind of it factor to them, and Tatum mm. is just doing it differently, where he has built himself into the MVP candidate 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 that he is. I mean, you look at Jokic coming in, he's immediately like, wow, what passing, what vision. Uh, Luca, same thing. Giannis has built, you know, built himself a little bit, but Greek freak, just watch him just dunking on all of the forces of nature. Tatum slowly has built into, you know, a, a secondary scorer on Kyrie Irving teams and Isaiah Thomas teams and Kemba Walker teams. And only now has, have he and Jalen Brown really ascended to we're the number one in two options. Stay up to date on the Boston Celtics by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Celtics on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers may be following in Brett Favre's footsteps after all. Before we get to that, the Denver Broncos are looking at adding a former head coach to Sean Payton's staff. We'll tell you who. The midway point in the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Or you can check out this matchup in the NHL tonight. The Winnipeg Jets and New York Rangers face off after both teams took a loss this weekend. FanDuel has the Rangers favored on the money line, minus 162. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com. Slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook betting partner of the NBA. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Sean Payton may be adding a former head coach to his staff. Rex Ryan interviewed for the Broncos' vacant defensive coordinator position on Sunday, according to a report from ESPN's Adam Schefter. Ryan and former Broncos head coach Vance Joseph are among a handful of candidates for that job. The 60-year-old Ryan has told ESPN he would only leave the network for the perfect situation. Ryan spent eight seasons as an NFL head coach with the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills. Before he became a head coach, Ryan was with the Baltimore Ravens for 10 seasons, including four as the team's D.C., during which his unit ranked in the top 10 every season. In the NHL, the Ottawa Senators dropped the touchdown and an extra point on the St. Louis Blues. After a disappointing loss at home Friday, the Sens bounce back with a dominant 7-2 win over the St. Louis Blues. I'm Ross Levitan from Locked On Senators, and this one really got out of hand in the second period. The Sens scored on two straight shots and three out of four in the middle of the frame to pull away. Yeah, they gave up too late, but this one was never in doubt. It's a fluff the pillows, tuck in the bed, it's over early type performance. And the Sens are going to need that because they're in Boston tomorrow for a matinee on the second half of back-to-back with travel. So, all in all, great night. Three points for Alex Dabrinkit, same for Tim Stutzla and Brady Kachuk, who scored his 250th point. He's now the fastest senator to ever reach that mark. 
30 saves in goal for Mad Sogart. All-around great team performance. And I didn't even mention Ridley Gregg scores his first NHL goal. We break it all down in the postcast. Check it out. It's your team every day. Minnesota Wild held on for dear life to win over the Nashville Predators. Well, it was a little tense, but the Minnesota Wild pick up two huge points against the Nashville Predators. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast recapping a 4-3 regulation win for the Minnesota Wild over the Preds. The Wild had the lead with a goal from Brandon Duhame. Kirill Kaprizov added a power play tally to make it 2-0. The Predators get one back. The Wild then able to get another goal from Kirill Kaprizov. But Nino Niederreiter tied things up with under a minute to play. And it looked like we were going to be heading for a tense overtime. Ryan Hartman had other plans as a shot from outside deflects off of him past UC Saros and the Wild pick up two big points here at home. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. And the XFL kicked off this weekend and showed off the fact that the team is never out of it. It's a late, late, late. The St. Louis Battlehawks trailed the San Antonio Brahmas 15-3 with 3-12 left and ended up winning. The Battlehawks and QB AJ McCarron scored a touchdown and a three-point conversion. That's right, you heard that right, to set up a late-game scenario. In the XFL, teams can choose to forego an onside kick in the fourth quarter for a fourth and 15 play on their own 25-yard line. St. Louis did just that and succeeded as McCarron completed one of three clutch passes to Austin Prohl. The other two were touchdowns in other XFL action. The Houston Roughnecks dominated the Orlando Guardians 33-12. The Arlington Renegades took down the Vegas Vipers 22-20. And the Seattle Sea Dragons were shut down by the defense of the DC Defenders 22-18. God, I love those names. And John Rahm is absolutely on fire on the PGA Tour. He won the Genesis Invitational on Sunday at Riviera Country Club. His fifth win in his last nine tournaments. Rom returned to number one in the world after he came up clutch in the final round. Rom nailed a 45-put birdie putt from the fringe on 14 and landed his tee shot two feet from the hole on the treacherous par 316. This week will be Rom's 44th week as number one golfer in the world. The only active golfers with more weeks at number one are Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Jason Day. Of the ranking, Rom said, I don't need a ranking to validate anything. I'm having the best season of my life, and hopefully I can keep it going. Hopefully you bet John Rom before the tournament. Here is another story you need to know. First, there were the whispers. The Packers might be interested in taking calls. Then it was, eh, we're pretty sure the Packers are going to at least explore the trade market for Aaron Rodgers. Now, the latest reporting out of Green Bay is that Brian Gutekunst told people in the league he believed it was time for the Green Bay Packers to move on. This all as Aaron Rodgers is on a darkness retreat. Apt considering we're all being left in the dark about his desire to come back. But maybe, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it will be that the Packers make this decision for him. Now, NFL media reported just a week ago that the Packers would welcome Rodgers back if, in fact, he wanted to be back. 
And if he wanted to be traded, they would trade him. That seems like acquiescence at first blush. But then you think a little bit harder about it. What if you were dating someone and they said, you know, I'd like to continue dating you. But if you wanted to break up, we could break up. That's logical in a way, rational in a way, but it's not probably what you want to hear. That's not the best way to woo Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron, we'll do whatever you want. If you want to leave, we'll, we'll drive you to the airport. Aaron Rodgers probably wants you to say, please stay. That's what most people would want to hear. That's what I would want to hear. No, please stay. We don't want you to go. That's not exactly what they're doing. And so now we are at the point where it is becoming clearer and clearer. Aaron Rodgers is going to play for a team other than the Green Bay Packers as soon as this 2023 season. The question that those teams have to ask themselves is for how much longer? And then how much is that worth to their organization? How much is it worth relative to their options as Derek Carr visits a team like the Jets who happen to employ the Packers' former offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, that Aaron Rodgers loved? It seems an obvious fit that a team as desperate for a star quarterback, as starved for playoff success as the New York Jets franchise and fan base is that they would want to take a big swing on Aaron Rodgers, but at what cost? Could the Jets just sign Jimmy Garoppolo, who head coach Robert Sala knows from his days in San Francisco? Could they just sign someone like Derek Carr, who knew passing game coordinator Todd Downing worked with and took Carr to Pro Bowls in Las Vegas? These are the questions these teams have to answer. It is looking increasingly like we are talking about when not if the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are headed for divorce. Stay up to date all year on the Green Bay Packers by following Locked On Sports today. And of course, Locked On Packers on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, how will the first handful of picks look in the NFL draft? We'll give you an early look coming up. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and the calories. Of course you are. We all are, like all the time then you've got to try a Built Bar. We are always looking for something that is going to feed us, that is going to fuel us, but also make us feel good when we eat it. Make us feel like we're eating something delicious because we are. Something that's covered in 100% real chocolate, like Built Bars. Something that comes in, say, a flavor like churro or peanut butter brownie or coconut almond, like, like Built Bars, but that still gives us only 130 calories. Only four grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein, like Built Bar. And now you don't have to go to Built.com and wait for your bars to arrive, though you certainly can do that. I still do that often. You can go to Walmart or Sam's Club and get what you need right when you need it. Let's go to the top. Let's go to pick yeah. number one. Chicago Bears are picking number one overall. And if there's no trades happening here, did you go quarterback or did you go defensive lineman where there are two studs in this class them and Arizona are probably going to have to make a decision do we want Jalen Carter it's a superstar defensive tackle from Georgia or Will Anderson who's a supremely gifted edge rusher from Bama 
I went with the interior guy. I, I don't know if you have a feeling on that. If you're a team like the Bears or Cardinals that needs everything, and you have a same grade on Carter and Anderson, would you take the interior guy or the edge guy? I would have the tiebreaker be the edge for me and Will Anderson. I, I think what I've seen, Carter's a slightly more impressive prospect than Anderson. But I think the Bears will probably end up with one of the two, certainly if they stay there at one. I, I don't think quarterback's even in the, the notion at this point. Uh, this would be great for the Houston Texans, who would not yeah. have to throw extra picks in the pot to move up to get their guy at quarterback in Alabama's Bryce Young. Yeah, I, I think pairing him with D'Amico Ryan's, the Bama connection, should actually finally give the Texans some hope. I'm really concerned about Bryce Young's size. I mean, it's hard to hold up as, as little as he is. I think he will be disqualified for some teams as a yeah. as quarterback because of the size. I don't know how much it matters. I think it matters less in this day and age than it has in the past. The one thing I don't like about the way this is shaping up, I'm trying to think of the last franchise that had a first-time head coach, a first-time offensive play caller. They're hiring Bobby Slowick, the former pass mm. game coordinator from the 49ers, to run that system. So they're taking both offensive and defensive systems from uh, D'Amico Ryan's former team, the 49ers, there in Houston. So first-time head coach, first-time offensive play caller, and rookie quarterback. There's When's a lot of room for error there. When's the last time that turned out well? I, I can't right. I can't think of a time. So some teams could come calling for number three, right, with the Arizona Cardinals, but with no trades, uh, this has pretty much been a defensive lineman, and whoever's there, if Jalen Carter's gone, it's Will Anderson. If Will Anderson's gone, it's Jalen Carter, and they might have an opportunity to pick between the two, but here it's Will Anderson, defensive end from Alabama for the Arizona Cardinals. Which I would think the Cardinals are just fine with. Great. You know, we'll take the other one. You know, it works for us. You know, we don't have to move around. We'll listen to offers if someone's in love with CJ Stroud or whomever, but we're we're thrilled to just take Will Anderson here and it's a big need. And that team needs a lot. The Indianapolis Colts have picked four big need at quarterback. You looking at Stroud, you looking at Levis. What are you looking at here for the Colts? Yeah, I gave him Stroud. Uh, I mean, I think it's time to stop doing the recycled quarterbacks move, but who knows? Maybe they signed Derek Carr and you know, use this pick on something else or whatever. But I feel pretty strong that it should be a quarterback. I have some concerns about Stroud, but still, um, this is where most people are mocking him to go, and, and it makes perfect sense to me. The Colts are a little bit of a tough one, and it looks yeah. like they're going to hire Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator from the, the Philadelphia Eagles there as their head coach who's who's the most similar to Jalen Hurts if you want to go down that road? Would it be C.J. Right. Stroud? I like the way he ran a little bit more. I think it made him a more dangerous quarterback in the bowl game, but that's not been his style. No, uh, but He's not probably, physically imposing either like Hurts. Yeah, you know? but, but a little bit more physically imposing than Bryce Young, which why because I've oh, seen yeah. some people have the Colts trading up to number one and drafting Bryce Young. It just doesn't fit the M.O. of what we've known from Chris Ballard. Now, this could be the outlier, and they don't care because they think he's the best quarterback prospect, but I would look for size at quarterback if I'm projecting the Colts until draft day. Uh, as some people have said in this draft, it really is going to start at pick number five in the Seattle Seahawks, who could go quarterback themselves. Mm -hmm. Probably both of the stud defensive linemen are going to be off the board. So uh, things could start to get wild a little bit here at five with the Seahawks. Which direction do you have them going? I, I haven't taken Tyree Wilson, a real traits type edge rusher. Their pass rush needs a lot of work in Seattle. And, you know, during the Carroll era, they've liked bigger body defensive linemen. I think Wilson would be a good fit. Get all the NFL draft information you need by following Locked On Sports today. Peacock and Williams, and of course, our new hosts on Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. And finally, Lamar Jackson isn't the only quarterback looking for a long-term deal from his current team. Daniel Jones has switched agents as he readies himself for a negotiating battle to get a long-term deal. 
Jones has been represented by CAA since being the sixth overall pick out of Duke in 2019. The expectation, according to an ESPN report, is that he will join Athletes First, where Aaron Rodgers, by the way, is. Giants general manager Joe Shane said about the possibility of retaining Jones, hopefully we can get something done with his representatives, and that would be the goal, to build a team around him where he can lead us and win a Super Bowl. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, what can we expect from draft picks 7 through 12 in the NFL draft? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.